Hey, I'm Eli. Hey, I'm Charlie. Uh, you remember us from the trailer. Um, like we're gonna say podcast again, not gonna lie. <laughs> um, so we wanna pr- reintroduce ourselves. Um, I am trans, queer, and asexual. And Char- oh god, let me get my list up. And Charlie is the entire LGBTQ community. Let me get my list. Nope, that's not it. There, there we go. I am. Get ready. I'm biromantic, ace, poly, transgender, non-binary, and demi-romantic. Um, yeah. So what we want to talk about is mainly a lot to do with our um, queer stories, basically. Like realization coming mm-hmm. out. So we kind of want to talk about how we knew because this is a really important part of it. Yeah. So let's travel back to like three years ago now. Let's start with yeah, three three years ago. Three years ago is when we first started high school. If there's any American listeners out here, um, this is really confusing. We're British, so we call it British. like S S three or third Ash. year <laughs> right now because we're in third year. But like we're in, I don't know. Anyway, we were like twelve or thirteen when this started. I'm pretty sure it's like eighth or ninth grade just now. Okay, anyway, eighth or ninth grade, and then <laughs> in England it's year ten. Boom. There Amazing. we go. Okay, anyway, we're Scottish. <laughs> um, right. So in S one. Me and Charlie did not know each other, and we were also like cisgender female. Ah, uh, um. You know. So I at that time identified as pansexual, and I'd known for like a while that I was just like not straight. How, how about you? Here's the thing: I didn't know much about the LGBTQ until I came to mm-hmm. high school, because the thing is, is that there wasn't much of LGBT stuff in my old school. Mm-hmm. This is what's so sad. It's like the lack of LGBTQ um, education. Is I found out like through social media. I was like, oh shit, I can like the the same gender. That's weird. Yeah, I didn't have social media. I didn't know all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just like when I came to S one, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is opening a whole new door for me. That kind mm-hmm. of thing. So me and Charlie became like mutual friends through one of my old friends, um, Kasha. Yeah, so we kind of just started, like, becoming friends in S1, and um, this is probably kind of embarrassing, but I think every single transgender person has been through this phase. You're a lesbian. (laughs) Yeah, this realisation hit you when you met your first girlfriend or whatever, you're like, oh my god, I'm a lesbian. This was me and Charlie. Hey. (laughs) So we dated for a year. We were very close friends for a year. <laughs> oh my god, this is what we say to our very closeted um, households. We are very close friends. But um, yeah, after a year, we're not going to get into the whole thing about it, but Charlie broke up with me. It uh, just, it like wasn't working. I fell in love with someone else. Yeah, but we're better off as friends now anyway. Yeah. Um, so. So after this, I think specifically for me i can't speak for charlie i started to like find myself but just a little yeah. little bit of a backtrack you ignored me for a month yeah okay but that was this has nothing to do with this this was I, like i know but it's just for funny. relationships yeah look i i just wasn't on good speaking terms and you didn't tell me <laughs> okay right well anyway like this started me kind of finding myself i went through all the faces i was like hmm she they oh wait i'm non-binary and then this kind of thing was like shit i'm transgender um 
and I kind of went through like everything until I'm like oh my god okay I'm a trans guy and I remember you texting on the group chat being like so what if I'm trans and I was like kind of like crying this whole time because I was like I remember that and it was like the re- realization hit me I'm like what if they don't accept me I'm, like they've already accepted me as non-binary i think they've already accepted you as everything else like i i don't know if this is true for most people but i went through like the entire spectrum of gayness high five right so how about you because i have no idea of what your story was there well basically it started off as straight and cisgender then became straight and bisexual uh no (laughs) cis and bisexual then went from cis and bisexual to cis and lesbian then from cis and lesbian back to cis and bisexual, then went from that to she they bisexual, uh, and then I was she they pansexual, and then I became gender fluid. I remember this. Yeah, you remember when I was gender fluid, um, and I changed my name at the time, and then. I went from being that to non-binary. They are currently non-binary. Yep. Just to make that clear. Your pronouns are he, him. Um, My pronouns are he, him. Charlie's are they, them, by the way. <laughs> we probably should have mentioned that before. Yeah, probably should have. But um, <laughs> then after I became non-binary, I changed my name again. To, to what it currently is, Charlie. Charlie. Which has got a vary of nicknames given to me by so many other people. We have, like... I don't know how this came about, but one of our friends, Aisha, calls Charlie, what is it, like, Chaza Waza Daza? Right, okay, so the whole, it started off as Chaza Waza, then it went to Chaza Waza Daza, Daza, Chaza Waza Daza, then it went to Chaza Waza Daza, and then we were researching something in Madagascar, and, like, the food was called Romazava, and so she just went, Chaza Waza Daza Romazava, and so it's just like, right, okay. Okay, and then and somehow, we were talking about Pavlova. Somehow, so the way she says it's Pavlova, so it's Chaza Waza Daza Romanaza no! Pavlova. No, it's Chaza Waza Daza Romanaza Pavlova. There you go. And like, we just have a lot of various nicknames. It's just kind of comes from you being transgender, is people give you weird nicknames. Eloy. Yeah, I get Eloy because I'm Eli and Charlie misspells my name. But, I misspelled um, it during text and it's stuck ever since. But, right, it's just, like, um, for me, part of me kind of, like, always knew. I don't know if this is, like, <laughs> I for never you. knew. No, but there was, like, something kind of in my head. I think this honestly happened when um, the first, like, kind of trans exposure I ever got was when I was in about P4. And Mike, oh, yeah, Mike. in my primary school, came out as trans. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was really, con- I was really confused by this because I was like, you can do that. And it was kind of nagging in my head the whole time because I was, like, tomboy, quote unquote. Um, oh yeah, tomboy like, phase. It's kind of like in my head, I'm like, "What if I'm trans?" And it was constantly there. And then you go into like the feminine phase where you're just like, "No." So I'm this not that. this happened to me and Charlie and some of our trans friends is when you go into like this hyper feminine phase to cover up that you're trans. Yeah. But for me, it was like constantly there. It's like, "What if I'm trans? What if I'm trans?" And mm. then one day, it just like snapped. It's like, "Yeah, yes, you are." <laughs> I don't know if you had that, like, when you started realising. No, the thing is, is that the first time I was ever, like, not exposed, but, you know, mm. that kind of thing. The first time that ever happened to me was um, in primary seven, when one of my friends came out as a transgender female. And mm. I was like, 
oh my gosh, I didn't know that she could do that kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't know that it was like a thing that would happen. And then when I went into S1, I became friends with a lot of queer people, mm-hmm. um, including mm. you. Mike is one of them as well. Mike is one of them. Um, we're good friends. But um, yeah, so there was a lot of stuff surrounding that. And I was just like, well, what if I'm bisexual? And so I had that kind of query and mm-hmm. yeah i kept that secret for about two and a half years i think yeah usually it's just something like kind of in your brain that's there and you don't yeah. really recognize it i had this because i'm i currently identify as abrosexual which blah, 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 words <laughs> which means that my sexuality is fluid and it was kind of like once i figured out what this meant it was nagging in my brain i'm like okay so i'm gay but my my Gen- my not my gender my sexual orientation changes a lot no i'm just gay and it was kind of like nagging there and i'm like okay fine i've finally done it and i told charlie and one of our closest friends finn and i'm like there is it's out there i'm ever sexual and then there was um i'm sorry then there was all the stuff like there was a lot of drama kind of included in the kind of sexuality department yeah. and the gender department because um with someone not going to mention names i was wanting to choose their name but they were also transgender and so i checked with them Mm -hmm. they said that they were fine with it and we were both friends but then the next day mm -hmm. they they had a weird feeling about them about charlie wanting to use their transgender name and they frankly called it creepy Mm. and we fell out for about six months this happens i think you guys will probably realize this as the podcast goes on there's a lot of drama surrounding i think it's mainly sexual orientation that happens in our friend group it usually happens around relationships like because a lot of our friend group is really close it turns into relationships and the breakups are absolutely catastrophic you guys will realize this i don't know if i'll bring up Gonna gonna state names now because they'll probably they might. Oh, be you're in- gonna state names because <laughs> they might be in the podcast at some point. I don't know who who will bring in, but I dated someone in our friend group called Logan, <laughs> and this didn't go well. Like we broke up, and it was kind of messy. I'd say <laughs> kind of yeah no. But then it got worse because he dated Max in our friend group. You guys will hear a lot about our friend group in this, yeah. but that's not really necessary right oh, now. Oh poor Max when he hears this. Oh god. We're sorry, Max. Um. So anyway. Um, we also want to talk about coming out because that is something that I feel we want to help people with. We can also talk about who we came out mm-hmm. to first. I think, oh, I don't really think I properly announced my sexuality. <laughs> this is really embarrassing and I don't know if this is how it happened for anyone or if you just came out to your friends. I posted it on Snapchat. <laughs> I was like 11 years old, just found out what pansexuals. I'm like, yup, that's me. Went to Snapchat posted on my public story i'm pansexual and just left it there oh i thought you were gonna be the one of those people who like text like oh my god i figured finally figured out i'm pansexual. no I'm... this is who i was meant to be and then adds a bunch of gay emojis no oh. i'm not i'm not like emily no <laughs> emily how, how did you like initially come out like f- to the first person or whatever because i initially i can't remember if i did or not the thing is is that mm. i was just like yeah i'm bisexual and then people took it because um like well, always used to say like oh yeah you're you are attracted to women and i was just like yes yes i am mm-hmm. and, and then also i think when me and charlie dated that was the main announcement that people got like oh okay they're queer yeah 
and I remember once talking to uh, Roadman. For the people who don't know, Roadman oh, are like... it's like, I don't know how to explain it. They're, they're like, like British jocks. Yeah. I don't know how many of you guys like live in Britain or like know what a Roadman or like a Chav is. But they're like popular people, I guess, or like jocks. If you've heard the song by Millie B. <laughs> you guys, I don't know if you remember, like, I think it was the start of lockdown or like just before Bella lockdown Porch. started. Yeah, it was like, um, it was like, it's M to the V. Yeah, there's a lot of like, they're that people. Like the ones who have like too much contour and the yeah. ones. Okay, who, yeah. where, what was your Off story topic. going on? Where, let's retrace. You're tra- we're talking about coming out. Oh yeah, Gabriel, the roadman in mm-hmm. we have we have a roadman called Gabriel yeah in our class in our year yeah and um he once went up to me and said oh do you have a boyfriend this person should be your boyfriend and i went to him and i just went actually i've already got a girlfriend thanks mm-hmm. and so because me and well you were yeah very closeted at the time i couldn't say who and he thought i was making it up and yeah um but this i think it usually for at least me and charlie we came out to our friends first yeah. because it it's not that we were unsafe at home but we just didn't know quite how they'd react yeah it was like we weren't sure if they would accept us we weren't sure it was it was unknown unsafety like we didn't know if we were safe yeah. so i am fully out to my family now um i came out a few months ago um i initially July. Yeah, I came out in July to my mum, and this was, like, really awkward, because I came out to her, and I meant to come out to my whole family that day, but I just couldn't do it. Like, it was too much to come out to my mum, and she was, like, oddly, like, not quite accepting. She didn't really... She was like, okay, well, I can't call you by your proper name until I, until you tell your dad or your brother. So it was, like, weird, and I didn't quite know how to react, and I came out to my dad and my brother in September, which was a long time, but that's when I felt I was ready. And, and your brother was completely accepting, and so my, was your dad. My brother was like, yeah, I knew, because he goes to the same school as us, so he hears a lot of people call me Eli, and my dad's completely fine with and it. And I would always go, oh my god, it's Eli's brother. Yeah, Um. so I'm fully out now, and my parents are fine with it, and my coming out story wasn't that exciting. My mom found me crying, and I came <laughs> out to her, and then the second time I made a cake. But guys, please, social media makes too big a deal of coming out. It does. Like, you can... It doesn't need to be extravagant. I I don't know why I made a cake. You literally just need to sit down with someone. And also, hate the term coming out. Letting people in. Because coming out is like, I've changed myself and this is my identity. Whereas letting people in is like, this is who I've always been. And I want you to know that. I told... Right, so on the follow-up topic of the fact that coming out isn't a huge-ass yeah. thing to do. <laughs> my parents already know I'm bisexual. I told them whilst I was crying, but, you know, crying Mm. is just what I do. (laughs) But um, the second time, I was in the car, and I was just like, you know what? I feel like this is the time. I was was in the car. This happens so frequently, is car coming out. I'm sure you guys have seen at least one video on TikTok of this. I was in the car with my mum on the way to school, (laughs) and I just went, you know what? Sure, it's time. And I just went, hey, mum. She was just like, yeah, and I said, I'm asexual. uh, and then she just she went silent for a bit and so i just went it's when you don't want to have sex (laughs) she's like yes i know what it is and i was like oh my god really and she was like yep and that's fine by me 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It was probably one of the most underwhelming coming out stories yeah, ever. Because this is the thing, like, coming out has become such a huge thing. It's, I think it's mainly actually stemmed from the gay stereotype of, yeah. like, traditionally feminine men wanting to make a big thing of coming out. Like, being big, flourishy people. Yeah, it, it, com- it stemmed from that, and they think that all gay people need to make some kind of, like, huge coming out. When, in reality, it's literally about sitting down with someone and saying, I like the same gender, and that's it. Or, I am a different gender, or yeah. stuff like that. Or, like, it shouldn't have to be a big thing, and I want everyone here who's thinking about coming out or who has or whatever it's gonna you're gonna be valid no matter what your parents are gonna have the same reaction whether you bake a cake or put up a banner or post it on social media and block your dad from your story (laughs) whatever you do your sexuality is going to be exactly the same and you're always going to be valid yeah yeah um i would just like to dip a little bit more me and charlie don't have a script but we have a list of things we wanted to cover the first one was uh, how we knew we were gay. Second one was coming out, and the fourth one we put. This is our favorite word. Word of the day, guys. Was beans. It's a term that we use as um, in our friend group. As like, I think, do you identify as like trans mask? Would you say or like just trans in general? I'm just like trans non-binary. Yeah, well there you go. Like trans tra- tra- I think trans people in general in our friend group use this term wasbians as was lesbians. Yeah. Because a lot of our trans friends have been lesbians at some point. It's just like, did you even get to the he they stage if you yeah. weren't a lesbian? Ah, so like, we just want to dive into that a little bit more. Because I like, changed my sexuality a lot before I realised I was abrosexual. Your sexuality is going to be valid whether you change it or not. It's a whole fucking, like, train of self-discovery that you have to take. And you're gonna go in different things in different directions until you find what it is. It's just, like, it doesn't matter what it is as long as you find the thing that feels right for you. Like, you've been bisexual for quite a while now. I was bisexual and then I was a wasbian. Yeah. And then (laughs) I went back to being bisexual because I was just like, you know, men. Mm -hmm. Because you, like, realise that's what it was yeah. i i because abrosexual is a kind of new thing in the community i didn't realize that that's what it was yeah i can identify as queer for most of the time just because i didn't know there was a label yeah for being fluid. if you guys want we could do like an episode about identities specifically or we could just talk about like a bunch of sexualities a bunch mm-hmm. of genders just in case like we could find information on them and all that yeah also all right i just wanted to cover this really quickly because i said it in the trailer self-expression this is something i need to stress so like strongly trans men don't owe you masculinity trans women don't owe you femininity non-binary people don't owe you androgyny like however you choose to express your sexuality or your gender it's completely fine you do what feels right with you because your identity is still going to be what it is whether you wear a skirt Um, sorry for that technical difficulty. <laughs> um, whether you're a skirt or trousers or whatever, your gender is still going to be what it is. Yep. It won't change on your self-expression. I just wanted to dip in that Like, a bit. for example, <laughs> there's a bunch of people... Sorry, I'm laughing because Charlie's speaking with their hands. Like our head teacher. Yeah, oh god, right. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Right, okay, so basically, um, for example, there's, like, our friends specifically like max mm-hmm. who... max is trans mask by the way yeah max is trans mask 
um, or well, they go by they them he him or it. Yeah. But um, so he the it because we're gonna have Max on next week. By the way. Woo. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So basically, Max can sometimes feel masculine. Or and do they identify as gender fluid? Uh, kind of. Okay. Well, th- th- their gender is Max. Yeah. So so their gender is sort of like sometimes they can feel more feminine or yeah. masculine. But um, on feminine days, sometimes they want to wear like skirts and tights. Or and on androgynous days, sometimes it's like a hoodie and skirt. That's what I wear mm-hmm. because it's just like skirt and hoodie. And the thing is that I think this is something that we still respect that they are trans mask. Yeah. And it's something that if you're in a friend group that doesn't respect your gender based on your expression, that's not healthy. Like, you should get out of that because seriously, you're toxic. Yeah, your expression has nothing to do with your identity. I really just wanted to dip into expression there. It's just because, like, I mean, I think we've been fairly safe with coming out because yeah. all of our friends are queer. I think it, like, I don't know where, like, I don't think any of our friends ever came out to us, but it's just, like, we make gay jokes quite a lot, like, oh yeah, I like the same gender, haha. And it just made us feel a lot more safe with, like, okay, I can come out here. So I think it's really important that if you, this is something. One of my friends, I'm not going to name names in case she's not comfortable with this. But um, she came up to me a few days ago and just went, so how did how did you cope with online dating? Because uh, I've dated a few people online. And um, I just said, well, it just depends on the person if you think you can make it work. And they said, um, this person uses she, her pronouns, by the way. Uh, she just said okay, well, I'm going to have a girlfriend in a few days. And she's never come out to me. She's never said I like women. She's never said a gender she likes. Um, And the fact that she didn't have to come out with me was actually really powerful because she just knew that I would accept it. So something, if you have a friend that you think might be queer, just make it a safe space for them. Yeah. Make, make it so that they know that they can come out. Yeah, it's just like, for example we've always had kind of queer friends we've always been in the kind of queer friend group even yeah. if our friendship group has been changing and changing there have always been elements of our friend groups that have been queer so, so like it provides a sanctuary yeah so even if you are as charlie said in like a toxic friend group make sure that you have somewhere that you can feel safe i this is really funny a lot of the time like mr miller he's my social teacher is like you can always come to me and I know that if I have any problems, I will, because he's a homosexual man. Imagine if you just went up to Mr. Candlish. <laughs> my, my physics teacher, by the way. Um, But, like, yeah, you just need somewhere, even if it's a teacher, your careers advisor, I don't know, anyone that you know you would feel safe coming out. You need that safe space where you can have your expression. If you don't feel comfortable coming out to your parents, have somewhere at school. Yeah, exactly. Like, for example, I didn't feel safe coming out to my parents for a long time Mm -hmm. just because I didn't know how they'd react and plus I wasn't ready. And if people try to pressure you into that, drop them. Right. Literally drop them. Because honestly, to to be completely honest, if they say that, they're pressuring you to get out of your comfort zone. And yes, coming out of your comfort zone can be a good thing sometimes, but not when it comes to stuff as big as sexuality and gender because this is like a risk of your safety at this point if you're if you don't think you come out to your parents that's about safety and it's when you're ready so i think this was a good way to kind of cap off the episode was about safety and expression if you guys i i know there isn't like a comment section on spotify but um 
we have TikToks. I don't know if you guys will find us on TikToks. Yeah, so we'll leave that. It'll be in the description of our podcast if you want to talk to us or if you want to ask us to... Yeah, um, like, my DMs are open on TikTok. Yeah. Are so yours? If you guys, yeah. yeah. So if you guys want to, like, maybe ask us to touch on something in the next episode, it can be anonymous if you want. Or just anything you want to say to us. We're going to, you know, be here to talk about it. Yeah, so, and we will probably be recording something, like, next Saturday or something. Yeah, uh, Saturday or Sunday we should upload one with Max, as you've heard. So, um, yeah, please contact us if you have anything you want to talk about. And this was the first episode of our podcast. Woo! Uh, we really hope you liked it. And and we really hope that you have a safe space here. Yeah. Um, stay safe. Uh, bye. Have fun. <laughs>